The greatest ability that God has given humankind above the animals is the ability to choose. A dog can't be anything but a dog. A cat can't be anything but a cat. A human being has the power to choose. We can choose. And I'm asking you, what do you see in the future for you? What brought you here today? What caused you to get up? What is it that you're looking for? You get to choose as much as you want. You get to design it any way you choose. You're not sentenced to your future. You have an opportunity to your future. How do you want it? And if it doesn't make you a little afraid, then you ain't playing big enough. You all have your own unique rhythms and daily habits and things that you need to achieve and the things that you need to accomplish so that you look in the mirror and you feel like, yes, I can. Why choose this as our goal? Then they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why fly the Atlantic? There's a choice. You have to choose for your happiness. You have to choose for your well-being. You have to choose for your family. You have to choose for your health and wellness. You have to choose for success. When I made a decision to follow my destiny, I felt it calling me. My destiny was calling me. That's one small step for man. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. One we are unwilling to postpone. And one we intend to win. One giant leap for mankind. You pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing and you're doing everything right. You're tired, you're exhausted and ain't nothing happening yet. That word is what you're waiting for. Yet. It's no different because we've messed up, because you fell off the wagon, you've been on alcohol and drugs, and you gave up on life, and you dropped out, or you've been to jail one time, two times, three times, and you really want your dream to happen, and you're putting in your work, and nothing's happening yet. I promise you, if you keep pushing, if you keep giving me all your effort, it will happen. It must happen. It can't do anything but move. You can do anything but make progress. But I want you all to understand in saying that word that you all, you all have to stop getting caught up in movement as progress. For some of us, the action of making progress is progress. The, the push itself, the fight, you get up and swing and miss, that's progress. You get up and you run at, at what you want with everything you got and you miss, that's progress. The effort of making the attempt is progress. And so guess what? The goals and the dreams are in that mindset to do nothing. I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll do it the next day. I'll do it the day after that. We're in a mindset of quitting. And if you want to make sure you become successful, it's not will you quit, it's will you stop preparing to quit. You gotta give up on saying, look, I can do that tomorrow. Look, this is my time for rest. This is my time for break. There is no quit. Guess what? Dreams don't 
stop people doing and then you have the nerve to think or to ask yourself why you're not successful. And you see it happen every day. On Monday morning, somebody's going to get up and they're going to hand in their resignation going to a new job. On Monday morning, somebody's going to get up lifting more than you. On Monday morning, somebody's going to get up running faster than you. On Monday morning, somebody's going to get up with their name higher than the draft than you. On Monday morning, somebody's going to be getting that scholarship that you could have got. Guess what? On Monday morning, somebody's going to get up whistling to take that test while you worry. Why? There's no difference between them and you. They're not faster, they're not smarter, they're not stronger, they're not better. They just don't quit. You give up. You give up. You believe that 24 hours, that 48 hours, you deserve to be off. You deserve to relax. Why you relax and always remember this though. It's somebody grinding. It's somebody pushing harder than you. It's somebody giving up more than you. Guess what? Until you get in that mental mindset that you will not prepare to quit, you will never succeed. Because if you prepare to quit, quitting is inevitable. I'm going to have the same amount of time, the same advantage, no excuse. They're not going to have an hour more than me. They're not going to have six hours extra than me. I'm going to grind just as long and I'm I'm gonna grind longer and I'm gonna prepare myself to be successful. Why? One reason. I don't quit. I don't prepare myself in the mindset to quit. And if you don't understand this right now, that you're gonna have to push harder, you're gonna have to fight longer, you're gonna have to give in with everything you got, you're gonna have to give up more, you're gonna have to not be lazy, you're gonna have to not listen to that old you. You're gonna have to believe that this extra time I can use on the weekend or at the end of the day or at night when other people are sleeping or when everybody's at the family reunion, when other people are on vacation at the beach, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna get it, and I'm gonna make my dreams a reality. Nobody gonna stop me but me. That's the only person that can. Understand, if you want to make your dreams a reality, he's gotta understand that you can't quit. Are we always gonna make the right decision, yes or no? Absolutely not no way in a million years. But most people don't have the guts to make the tough decisions because they want to make the right decisions so they make no decision. But for some reason or another, you've been holding back. For some reason or another, you just have not been able to gather your nerves or be able to work through the procrastinating or putting it off or justifying or blaming. Some reason or another, you just haven't done it. I want you to know that your life right now is the sum total of your decisions. So I need you to do me a favor. I need you from this day forward for the rest of your life, make a decision. Decision making is the force that shapes destiny, personal, corporate, business destiny. So if you're gonna control your life, the way you take control is by making new choices. If you don't like how things are, what do you gotta do? Change it, and to change it, you have to make a decision. And by the way, leaders make decisions. That's what makes somebody a leader. They have the guts to make the most difficult decisions nobody else has the guts to make. And they know they're going to be wrong. But if they're wrong, what will they do? They'll know what they want, they see it's not working, and they'll do what? Change it, which means they'll make another decision, do something new, and see if it works. That's the essence of how we grow. You know what I did to get where I am right now? I made a decision. Ask yourself, what's my dream? What's my dream? I came to challenge you to play in the biggest field you've ever played in. I came for you to challenge the fear that might be inside of you and to redesign and reprogram it. You look at it long enough, you be with it intimately enough, and it has to dissipate. You are the designer of your destiny. 
You are the author of your autobiography. You write the story of your life. No one can write your financial story. No one can write your spiritual story. No one can write your emotional story but you. The pen has always been in your hand. The pen has always been in your hand. I say write a story that's going to be damn good to read. And ask yourself, what's my dream? What are you willing to do that you've never done before? What are you willing to say that you've never said before? Are you willing? Are you willing to do that thing you've never done before? Are you willing to stand at the edge of your own greatness? Are you willing to look at your fears? Are you willing to recognize that you can be afraid? Are you willing to look at the fact that there is always healing to come? There's always growth to come. There's no arrival. Are you willing? And then in the space of that, are you still willing to lean to the edge? Feel the breeze of possibility, not knowing if you will fly or fall. Are you willing? Are you willing to not quite know what's there, but that something is there is greater than you? Are you willing to say, my life has to make a huge You've heard me say this before, that there's a birthday and a transition day, and in between that is all the opportunity in the world. That's that dash, that dash that says, are you willing to disrupt my life? You're not here. You're not put here to leave my life calm. You're here to be a disruption for my life. You're here to cause me to want to be someone I've never been, do something I've never done because you crossed my path. Are you willing to show me that right doesn't define you. What you do now defines you. What you are committed to do now defines you. If you study the habits and traits of highly successful people and the average or unsuccessful, it is impossible not to see clear differences in their habits of thinking. One of the biggest differences lie in thinking and living in the past or planning into the future. The majority, and by that I mean the average and the underachieving among us, think primarily in the past. This is what happened to me, and if this didn't happen to me, I would be where I want to be today. I should have done this in the past, and now it's too late. This person wronged me in the past, and that's why I'm not where I want to be. The past drags them down and beats the life out of them continuously, day in and day out. They don't take responsibility. They don't believe in future because they are stuck in the past. So their past repeats itself into the future over and over again. The successful one, however, thinks only in the now and into the future. They set goals into the future, clear targets to push them forward, to light their fire within and give them passion for living. They visualize the results coming to reality into the future. They see the future reward. 
not the initial struggle to bring it to life. Not what I have to go through to get there, but how will I feel when I get there? And the only way to get to the future, to the big reward, is to have powerful action in the now, in this powerful present moment. All successful people know that each positive and productive present moment leads to a positive and successful future moment. The successful usually have had just as tough a past as the average, but their meaning is different. Rather than play the victim, they get on with life. Rather than dwell in the past, they plan on how they will create a better life in the future. Rather than use the past as an excuse, they use it as fuel to drive them wherever they need to go. Use your past as fuel to take you wherever you need to go. If you ever look back, make sure it's only to drive you forward. Don't blame others for your situation. Rely on yourself to create a new situation. Your future starts today, not tomorrow. Plan now. Live now. Don't let your past define your future. Don't you dare let past failures get in the way of your future success. It doesn't matter what happened in the past. The only thing that matters is what you are going to do right now. What are you going to do right now? Sometimes you don't find someone for a long time and then when you do it changes your whole life you find someone maybe it's just a youtube video and it's you saying it's still your mother set and it's you just pushing people and telling people to go get after it and people see that and all of a sudden it's like they get goosebumps their heart starts racing it's like you gave them a drug like you gave them fuel and then, then they want to change their life. Then they want to watch you tomorrow. Then they want to watch you when they're at lunch break. That's fuel. And you literally can change a person's life through that. Because we need each other. I mean, this is, it's one more piece of evidence that we need each other. And that we have this sort of very strange, loose-fitted community of all human beings together. When someone like you does something that's exceptional and says something that's exceptional and has these inspirational words, it can change a person's whole life, change their whole path, change who they are. I've gotten so many messages from people that say, I lost 130 pounds. You know, I did this. I got off sugar. I'm, 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 I'm fucking running every day. I hit the gym five days a week now. I'm, I'm, I'm a different person. I'm drinking water. I'm exercising. I take vitamins. I'm eating healthy. I, I got more juice. I got more energy. My whole life is different now. There's no personal satisfaction in accomplishments if nobody loves you. You're not going to enjoy it. Love is the most important thing. And that sounds so cliche. But without love... It's all useless. Yeah. It's all useless. We all need each other. Yeah. We really do. There's something beautiful about that, though. You, know, like you, you, you can't just go it alone. You really do need each other. Through time and effort, you build a stronger human. You build a stronger body. You build a stronger mind. You build accomplishments and will and momentum. And then you look back 
and you go, hey man, I'm not washing tables anymore. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not washing dishes. I'm not cutting lawns. I'm not digging ditches. I'm a different person now. You are not your past. You're you. You're you right now. You might have done some things you wish you hadn't done. Don't dwell on that. You learn from it, that's fine, but don't dwell on it. Just keep moving. Keep moving. You know, use it. Use it as fuel. Say, never again. I get what I did wrong, but don't think that you're that person that made those mistakes. You're the person who's learned. It's going to cost you more time than you thought you'd have. It's going to cost you way more money than you thought you would invest. It's going to cost you some friends who couldn't make the entire journey with you. It's going to cost you that, that sense of, oh my God, I got to leave. I got to die to the old me to allow the new me to be born to my future. It's going to cost you something. This is the year for reset. This is the year for restart. This is the year for reignite. This is the year for repeat the things that you love. This is the year for recommit. This is the year for redesign. This is the year for re-engage. This is the year for restart. This is that year. I stopped by to ignite your fire. I stopped by to have you confront fear. I stopped by to have you look at what it's cost you and to make a bold declaration the next time it rises up, you rise up a little bit higher than it. I stopped by for you to no longer make fear your enemy. Make fear your fuel. I stopped by to redefine fear. To redefine it. Because fear is an emotion like any other emotion. Fear is an emotion like love, like compassion. Fear is an emotion, we just gave it more power. Mm. We just gave it more power. Compassion, oh, that's nice, fear, ooh. We made, we gave it a meaning. And some of you know you've heard this before, that fear is false evidence appearing real. Now it's time to literally biohack the impact that fear has had on you. That fear no longer becomes your fortress, fear becomes your fuel. Fear is that thing that pushes you forward. Fear is the thing that reminds you, oh, I need to go get more information. Oh, fear will keep you up at night studying. Fear will take you to a coach or a mentor. Fear will cause you to eat a slice of humble pie. Repeat after me. I am ready for my next best season because I know that I am the author of my autobiography. I am the designer of my own destiny. I am writing my life story and I'm writing a life story that I'm going to love reading will be inspired by on one page they'll read my fear and on the next page they'll know I did it anyway I commit to hold fear in one hand and passion in the other and leap and leap and leap every time every time I that each of you, each of you hold, me hold me accountable to my contribution on this planet. On this planet. Turn to someone and say, don't let me off the hook. I believe everyone is born with the ability to apply effort. I can't prove that. You know, some people might be, you know, 
I, I know I was not destined to be a basketball player. You know, some people were born with that specific skill. But I do believe that we can build potential by using effort and making the choice to commit to something. So I can't really prove that you're supposed to be something, like you should be something, but I can say that with choice and effort, you can go really damn far. You can't outdo the need for time and consistency. Intensity still has its place, don't get me wrong, but misplaced intensity, I, I feel, is the number one reason why people fail their goals. And that's not just fitness. That's with business, that's with personal relationships, that's with everything. Instead of just adding intensity, you have to be consistent over time. Not consistent for two days, not consistent for two weeks, over time. You know, if you do the work, you will more than likely get there. But if you don't do the work, you definitely won't get there. So if I'm in between a possibility or likelihood and a definitely not, I'm gonna go with the possibility and likelihood. And that's by doing simple work. You don't have to go crazy. Do the work. Just because you're in a library doesn't mean you're studying. And I can promise you going into a bank doesn't make you a millionaire. You have to do the work. You have to put in the time and you have to give yourself the energy. Are you trying your best? Only you can answer that. Because on days I can only give 60% and I give 60%, I give 100. I respect those people so much more that can only give a little and give it their all than a person who has endless potential but chooses to only give 60%. Effort is everything. And you can decide, are you putting in the most amount of effort that you can? Motivation comes after action. The question is not how do you develop the motivation to keep going? The real question is, how do you develop the discipline to do the stuff you need to do even when you don't feel like doing it? Floss one tooth. Go to the gym and lift one weight one time. Then you can stop. Then you can go home. Then you can stop. More than likely, because you already got there, because you already started, you're going to finish. Getting there is the majority of the issue. The discipline to start, that's what you need. The motivation to keep going comes after the action to start. So on those days you don't feel like it, if you know you need to, you have to. It's the same thing with a job. I can promise you, almost anyone who works a job, they bet those days were like, I don't wanna go to work today. On their way to the work, <laughs> they're still going because they, they tell themselves they need to. And I could ask both of you, do you need to work? And more than likely you'd probably say yes. I could ask anyone watching, do you need to work? And more than likely, everyone would probably say yes. And I will say, no, you don't. That's a lie. That's a lie that you're telling yourself. You don't need to work. You could be homeless. You could give up everything you own and you could live on the streets. You could. So it's not a need, it's a want. It's a desire to not be homeless. It's a desire to maintain the life that you have. And if we have an ability to turn a desire into a necessity like we do with our job, you have the same ability to turn a desire of fitness goals into a necessity to do it regardless of how you feel. So then let's consider first of all, what is a mind in the grip of vicious circles? Well, one of the most obvious instances that we all know is the phenomenon of worry. The doctor tells you that you have to have an operation. And that has been set up so that automatically everybody worries about it. But since worrying takes away your appetite and your sleep, it's not good for you. But you can't stop worrying 
and therefore you get additionally worried that you are worrying. And then furthermore, because that is quite absurd and you are mad at yourself because you do it, you are worried because you worry because you worry. That is a vicious circle. So now, can you allow your mind to be quiet? Isn't it difficult? Because the mind seems to be like a monkey, jumping up and down and jabbering all the time. Once you've learned to think, you can't stop. And an enormous number of people devote their lives to keeping their minds busy and feel extremely uncomfortable with silence. When you're alone, nobody's saying anything, there's nothing to do. There's this, this worry, this uh, lack of distraction. I'm left alone with myself and I want to get away from myself. I'm always wanting to get away from myself. That's why I go to the movies, that's why I read mystery stories, that's why I go after the girls or anything that you do or get drunk or whatever. I don't want to be with myself. I feel queer. So, well, why do you want to run away from yourself? What's so bad about it? Why do you want to forget this? Why do you want to become yourself? Because you are addicted to thoughts. This is a drug, a real dangerous one. Compulsive thinking going on and on and on and on and on all the time. It's a habit. So, there's a difficulty about stopping that activity. And you really have to stop it if you want to be sane. Because if I talk all the time, I don't hear what anyone else has to say. Then I'll end up in the situation of having nothing to talk about but my own talking. Or so in exactly the same way, if I think all the time, I won't have anything to think about except thoughts. So in order to have something to think about, there are times when you simply must stop thinking. Well, how do you do that? The first rule is don't try to. Because if you do, you will be like someone trying to make rough water smooth with a flat iron. And all that will do will stir it up. So, in the same way as a muddy, turbulent pool quiets itself when left alone, you have to know how to leave your mind alone. It will quiet itself 